0: BBL. I figured that commercial would be uh, perfect for maybe one of our guests that worked in this
1: uh, hey. <laughs> joining us today. <laughs> hey, hey going hello
0: and welcome to episode number twelve of Some Great Adventures, the podcast where we're all friends who met and worked together at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, chat about our time at the park. I am Steve Hicks, and as always, my co host are Scott Loudon and
2: I'm Andy already.
0: All right, and uh, we're missing somebody. Scott, check the call-in sheet. Did Peluso call in?
3: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Andy, pull out that control card. No <laughs> show. Peluso <laughs> is a no show. That no show, is no it. call. No show, no call. That's it. All right. But Peluso moving on. <laughs> our podcast continues to be made possible by your friends at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Look them up for all your podcasting needs. We're recording via Facebook Live, and a video will be available on our Facebook page forever, and the audio version will be on all podcasting platforms in a few days. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm actually not very surprised that Peluso is a no-show because I think most of the guys here understand that's probably like a fucking east side thing, you know. I mean, let's just be honest. What? you it's true think about it it's like anarchy once you hit that side of the fountain human sacrifices dogs and cats living together mass hysteria <laughs> i tell you that's what it is I right
3: what's going on here. you got a bunch of western freaking lackeys here side, I, don't, I don't know Steve, man, no. i gotta
2: tell you i've West gotten that side. phone call at like seven in the morning like where are you <laughs>
3: That's a yeah, I'm out of here. I'm done
2: with
4: Western.
3: Like an hour
2: before the park opens, we're still sleeping. I'm
0: not gonna lie. There <laughs> there there was one season opening where I did work crew with most of I think you guys until like three in the morning and I was scheduled for a day shift and I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy actually called my house and told my mom, tell him he could just sleep in. He doesn't need to come in. <laughs> so um All right, well, boys, we have a couple guests here. Returning fresh from episode number six is our buddy Tony Rosa. How you doing, Tony?
4: Hey, guys. What's up, Tony? What's up, Ian?
0: And it's also our pleasure to introduce our pal Manish Patel. Manish, how the hell are you?
1: Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. It's a Sunday. I'm actually a little shocked, Steve, that you called me Manish Patel as opposed to Mush. Well, Um, I mean. we have an hour and a
0: half it'll a nice-
1: <laughs> <year>.
0: <laughs> All right, mush so
1: uh, we can bring it back we can bring it back.
0: Oh, it's already back. you you open the door and it's back, motherfucker all right So uh, what we like to do is have any of our new guests tell us about their GA career. Um, where and when did you start? what positions, what departments did you work in and basically when and why did you leave So Manish, I will pass it off to you tell us about yourself.
1: So I started in uh, 94. I was 16 years old and, uh, you know, looking for my first job. And my uh, older brother and older sister worked at the park. So my brother was in security a couple years back, and my sister was actually still in games at that point. So I uh, started there and then um, didn't really want to do any of those. So I ended up going to um, to rides. And when I was there, I um, was kind of suckered into going into BBL. <laughs> you know, it's like you're 16-year-old. Oh, well, I'm you're right. like a little 16-year-old, you know, like little like kid and, you know, cute girl says to you, well, that's our eyelashes. We really need people at BBL. And then you're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. You're on mute. Yeah, you're hot. So,
0: like... But Scott but yeah. wanted, Scott wanted to know, how did you get talked into BBL? I don't know if you heard him.
3: No, no, yeah. No, mic. I did, yeah. No, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, so
1: she was like, <laughs> yeah, so she's like, yeah, we really need people at BBL. My mic on. And then, uh, and so I ended up like, yeah, sure. I'll go to BBL. That works. That's fine. Wait, Um, that was it?
0: Like you didn't give any thought to what BBL might be or ask? I
1: did. I hadn't been to Great Adventure in years and I I never went to BBL because when I, you know, by the time I was, you know, by the time BBL was there, I was already out of being a kid. Right. I didn't even, I didn't even like, it wasn't like a thought about like going like, it was like, okay, yeah, sure. rides I'm pretty
3: sure that person you're mentioning whose sole purpose in life is the bird. People like you to BBL, Yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely.
3: Young, young and the stupid, right? So,
1: That's why she was made um, there. So yeah, so, so I went to BBL. Um, you know, I um, I endured torture there for, um, I guess, a few months, and then I ended up going from there to El Sombrero. Um and that was um, yeah, so that was ninety four. Yeah, so hold and, on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna halt you for a second, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna tell everyone how I first
0: met at, met Manish. Okay, so. I'm walking, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 120 ride supervisor with Andy and I'm walking toward the coaster and this little kid comes out of BBL and he's like, it was straight out of a fucking Dickens story. He's like, I- please, sir, please, sir. Um, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I heard you're a supervisor in this section. And that ride right there with the big hat, I'm in BBL. Please, could you put me on the hats? I want to work the hats. And I was like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "My name is Manish, but they call me Mush. I just want to work the hat. And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Because <laughs> nobody ever came out of BBL and was like, "I don't want to work the coat." They, everyone that ever wanted the transfer is always like, uh, "Can I be a mine train, you know, lead, or can yeah, I but- be a log flume employee?" But Manish was smart. He came out and was like. I just want to work the hat. And I was like, yeah, we can make that happen. I was like, nobody wants yeah. to work the
1: fucking hat. Something realistic, right? <laughs> Something realistic to get me it out. It was of
0: smart. There. It was smart because literally yeah. I kid you not, no one ever came in and said,
1: I want to work the fucking hat. No it's one. Like, oh did. yeah, can I can I go from working a a ride where kids like, you know, pee all over the boats all the time to uh to Batman, right? That was that's not going to happen. So I was smart. I played a little bit smart there. But and Eric was walking with you guys, Eric Conover. and that's why yeah. uh, that, that was so yeah. But um yeah, I remember that. And um <laughs> so, so yeah, and now it was actually funny though, because um at the time I think it was Mike Carverly was working BBL I was working um El Sombrero. And so I was friends with him and uh he had said like um like oh yeah, you know, you should try to work here because he needed somebody to work there so he could try to transfer to Coaster. So it was like he had like ulterior motives of trying to get me to uh El Sombrero also. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was yeah, that was that was how I ended up at, at Elson Barrow. But, I mean, it was an improvement over BBL, so I'm not going to, um, not gonna,
3: you know. Humble beginnings. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, right. hearing about him. Like, I remember, like, Manish was like a, like a aroma on the wind. Like, he heard his name. And like, yeah, like, I, I will say, Manish, Manish you're funny. Talking about.
0: You are an original person because, you know, like – you you were considered a character like people knew of you and then when they met you they had already had an impression because so many people talked about you so you are you definitely were like a character yeah. you were like your own bugs bunny in the park you know
1: yeah it was it was a fun uh sorry about the moving but um yeah it was um i did have my own thing it was it was a fun place to work though and there was like i don't know there's a lot of a lot of really really fun people there that we were, we were able to hang out with so um but yeah, so I went to uh, BBL, and then I, that was kind of it for for the rest of that year. And then in '95 and like '96, I stayed in Frontier Adventures. Um, I went to um, Log Flume mostly in cables, right? Uh, and then um, and then '97, I went to Grounds for the money because at the time, the money. yeah, right. <laughs> at the time, you know, I was only making like six twenty in. Um, and rides for nights and I really needed that extra dollar and change to put me up over seven and a quarter in ground. So you got a it was... taste of that. Where show me yeah. that
2: bathroom money.
1: Bathroom money? It's like all that, that porter money mints and like <laughs> paper towels to people in there. Yeah. It was all that porter money coming in. I was making rain <laughs> back then, so but it was good. It, it kept me in um, you know, gasoline and cigarettes. So it's, it's kind of kind of what you know every high schooler needs right so all right manish hold on we're gonna take a step back there is a rumor i'm gonna ask you about
0: this okay manish we heard a rumor that the western cables crew would steal sized cans of chocolate pudding from foods and hide it in the storage closet balcony over near the
1: catching area <coughs> is that is that true so i'm not gonna say that that's uh so it didn't. Ha- I don't think it happened in my ears. But if you look over the edge, there were definitely a lot of empty cans down there. I don't believe you. And the reason for
0: that is because the rumor further goes that you were dared to eat an entire can of the pudding, and you did. And no one could bathroom break you, so you pooped over the side of the balcony into the <laughs> pit. That is a rumor. Confess. So is that a true I, rumor, Manish? I'm not
1: going to uh, confirm or deny anything like that. <laughs> Um
3: it, it didn't have to change colors, so that, right is, true. that but, is true. That is true. There's right no way through. to prove it. That is true. It he covered his tracks. Back. You are yeah. right. But um
1: but yeah. I mean everybody does stupid things when they're a kid, right? So uh um all right, moving on. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It might have happened. I'm not gonna lie. Might have <laughs> might have. Um, Did you
3: ever work cables? I mean you had that like yeah, like, I was an there ankle for injury.
1: He was a cable. Yeah, I was there for um uh, for like a whole season. Yeah. Cable's just a great ride. Such a fun ride to work. I mean you, you definitely um end up um you definitely end up going through a lot of pairs of shoes, which is um, you know, unfortunate, but uh, but yeah, like it was fun,
3: man. What are you
1: talking about? It, Payroll detection, baby. You just go in you get another pair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? <laughs>
1: Wait, you could get that? I was paying for my own shoes. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Rock ports, baby. Come on. What's
2: wrong with you? Cables remember cables you were allowed to wear black sneakers. That's
0: right.
1: Yeah. And boots. And boots.
0: We didn't uh, complain about boots either. Yeah.
1: Cable it that's gotta be one of the funnest rides to work. Just I mean you just so
3: you actually had to work that ride. Like you were Yeah, but
1: you actually gotta work out though too, right? I mean, you know, it's I don't know. I guess they were all fun rides to work though when you think about it. I can't believe Tony's not piping up. I feel like
0: you
4: guys are shitting on cables, and that's like Tony's ride. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it definitely a special place in my heart, cables. Um, No, I was just letting Manish, you know, introduce himself and everything. But uh, that's actually where I first met Manish, is he came up for training on uh, cables. He was like, I think, 16. (laughs) Like, he must have just got him out of BBL and put him in for training or something, and he was like all excited. Wait, did he come there. up
0: and go, excuse me, sir, may I please catch those cars over there? That's all I want to do is catch those cars. Yeah.
4: He was like, he's like, Yeah, I, I work over there at the El Sombrero. Um, you know, and it was him and Cumberly that came up for training. Yeah, I think right. El Sombrero was down or something. And I'm like, Oh geez. Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wanted to work that ride. That nobody is true. wanted to work that yeah. ride. But EPL was worse.
2: For sure. If I remember, the reason that ride went down most of the time was that the hat was coming loose. Yep. (laughs) The fiberglass always had to go back and reattach the hat before it fell off during the ride.
0: Do you remember, Andy, do you remember ever um, when we had to do the ride checks in the morning? Do you remember doing it after a rain and it would be filled yeah. with the fucking water? It would oh, be like yes. a typhoon yeah. of water pouring waves. out. Yeah, <laughs> That was fun. I loved it. I yeah. was like, You'd have
2: to run
1: a few times. Yeah, I mean, to get all the we were out.
0: in the booth. So we just watched it hit
1: the booth window, you know? <laughs> so. yeah. And you have to warn the attendant, though, to duck down because the attendant booth no. didn't have like the glass. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of just open. So the attendant would just stand there and get drenched. <laughs>
3: I wouldn't attend it. Mitch is like that's why I always got hit with the water.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but that wasn't a bad ride to work. You know, it wasn't that hard. You had a hat was easy. A boot. They had like air conditioning in that little closet in the back.
0: Yeah, the hat was like working the freaking music. You're like right on
2: the lake. It was nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it
3: was like working yeah. every ride in 140.
0: Exactly. I mean, it was it was yeah it music was... express. It was the same damn thing. You
3: know. Problem but you were still, kind of by yourself. Yeah, if you're there with somebody you don't like, you're screwed.
0: Yeah, but that's like any flat ride. And the good thing is, though, if you're there with someone you don't like, who really gives a crap? I mean, outside of like checking, you're not really dealing you're, with like, them anyway. An they're on the other too. side. Yeah, they're on the other side the yeah. whole day. You could just sit there, flip the bird all day. So yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so, how did you? What else did you do? Anything else? Like once you got in the grounds, where else did you go? Like how did you end up leaving the
1: park? Uh, so I was in grounds, and I end up. Getting uh, terminated from John Wilson, so that was uh, that wasn't whoa, as. Oh wait wait, do you? So you have no rehire status. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's been thirty whoa, whoa, whoa. years.
0: What were you terminated? <laughs> there, there is a question. What were you terminated for? Uh, I was. You don't have to go into details, but was it safety or was it like you flew no
3: showed? He got an appendage stuck in. Uh... <laughs> I heard a rumor that Manish got caught. <laughs> Like hold on, I want to
1: hear. I want to <laughs> hear this rumor, Scott. What is this rumor? <laughs> no, um
3: <laughs>
1: So, I was um I, just just goofing off at um um the garden of Eden. Right. And then um I ended up getting like uh bad uh right um I was goofing off at the garden of Eden and then he ended up um um like uh firing me or write me up for like poor work performance and stuff. And then the next day when I, you know, signed up or when I signed out, he's right. like, well, you put that on your timesheet, And so you fired me for theft of time. I'm like, oh. OK, well, you can't you can't really have it both ways. Can you? You know, Mr. Wilson, you fired you written me up for poor work performance. But then you're terminating me like half a minute later. So, well, you
0: know, it sucks is the reason he did that is because and I'm just going to guess here. Because if you got actually fired for the poor work performance, you could get rehired years later. They don't really give two shits what they look back on it. But if you get fired for theft or for a safety violation, you
1: knew you got no rehire rehires, motherfucker. You done. You done. I mean, I'm kind of. I mean, I know you've been contemplating going back. I'm I'm kind of. I'm kind of okay with it, though, right? I mean, uh, I'm yeah, kind of past that a little bit.
3: First person we've had on the show that was terminated. No, Mm. no, Kenny.
1: He Kenny he, was, Kenny was, well, yeah. he
3: said he didn't remember being fired, but I could swear he got <laughs> fired. He was his mission in life to be fired. Anyway.
2: True. If you get fired for death, you're not even allowed to come back as a guest. That's true. And from property. Yeah. Oh, is that true? I mean, although, yeah. although I, although, I don't think
0: for they've for been checking second. his ID
1: cause I'm pretty sure he has kids and he's been back. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they want to um stop me from buying, <laughs> <laughs> buying season passes they're giving them my money, that's fine. exactly <laughs> so, Exactly. That's a lot of money I'll save too. But, but yeah, no, yeah. um, and I mean, I mean it it, came, it, out of the park. Oh my god. <laughs> right. Oh my up. god. When that happens,
0: please make sure you
1: video and send that to us, please. I, yeah, i right. definitely will. We'll put that right on the podcast. But uh that'll be funny, right? So like you know, like my kids will be sitting there, like, you know, we'll be in line. and they will be like, yeah, security, uh <laughs> 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 sorry. We need you over here at the Touch Twister. We need to
4: escort out of the
1: park. No,
4: like...
3: Um step out of the line. Would
0: oh, by the way, um, we can't see the chat. Can you guys see the chat? Andy, nah. Tony? No. I can't. No, How about you, Andy? when you no, click on it? it All right. Well, that's weird. All right. We'll have to I'll have to try to figure that out for the next time because we should be able to. But yeah, it, it I haven't been able to for the last two, so that sucks. But, so anybody all right.
3: chatting in anybody apologize? chatting yeah
0: we apologize but we actually can't see it so which is weird but we'll we'll try to get that figured out for the next one all right so but we could just so you all know we could see it afterwards because i'll go on my facebook page and then see all the comments there we just can't see it live right now so anyway sorry about that man go ahead
1: no i think that's it yeah it was <laughs> so just, that's uh, you, you just got fired yeah. and that's it
3: I'm pretty sure you yeah, I mean, make a whole show out of fucking with Manish. I, I well, I mean, I'm not gonna fuck with him.
1: However, <laughs> however, Manish. <laughs> I heard a rumor. <laughs> See, heard, now this is the whole part of the aura and the mystique, right? It's like all is, of the rumors
0: that there is there's a right, lot so. of rumors going around, and and so this one I, I, I found very interesting. Okay. I heard a rumor that when you were still in Western Rides, you were helping to open the log flume. And You walked the catwalk up at the top. You did the morning safety check. However, you ran into a baboon chilling in the seat at spillway. Now, that's not the rumor, though. The rumor is later in the day, you were written up for inappropriate relations with an animal, a.k.a. bestiality. Is that true, Manish? Is that true? That that
1: part of it's not true. The end part of it's not true yeah, no, I have never. Um, uh, I can uh, I can honestly say that that nose. Yeah, can honestly say that that's not honestly say that that's not true, but yeah, I mean I uh, I so I I've heard rumors before that you know the baboons did get out and into. Oh, no, they're before, there. I've never seen I've that. seen them. I've seen them.
0: I actually yeah. saw them when I walked like many times. So did Brian Kaufman. Yeah, both of us. I have been time. walking on. The- never got caught
1: for first East eastie.
0: I did not get caught.
1: <laughs> I, so I, I have been walking up there, and uh, my uh, my foot like almost go through one of the boards, and like you know, almost fall the uh, sixty feet to my death. So, but- what's hysterical about
0: that is that. Me and Andy used to laugh about how when, when we would do season opening and we'd have to do our first check, every other board would have a red X on That's it. Like, and then, yeah. like, we still had to do the check.
1: Yeah.
2: It was like Squid Games up there.
0: Yeah. You know, it was like just don't step on the X board. Yeah. Yeah. But what's ironic is that when so, I mean, I you know, last summer is the first summer I went back to the park in years and paid any fucking attention to it either. You know what I mean? Like, I think I went twice since I left. And then I went back like a f- couple of times, you know, with Scott twice and went on a log flume and paid attention. Was actually looking at what they changed. It's all metal catwalk now. There's yeah. no more wood. It's all metal. And I'm like, oh, yeah, after we're gone, they give a fuck about safety. Yeah, right? like, hey, While we were there, we could fall through. But now it's metal. You know,
1: and they actually have In like our you know, day. You had to be men. You had to walk yeah. around those wooden broken boards and take it. Okay, <laughs> like we we risked our Steve. We risked our lives every day going up there. Like you know, for this, but no, but and actually nowadays they actually have um like um like better shelters um at um at least at shoot um and I think yeah. there was like a better shelter at Spillway too, as opposed to like you know sitting out there with like a, a tiny umbrella to try to keep the sun off of you. Well, when, it's you, also. Know.
0: If you think about it, it's also one of the rare rides that um, regular rain ain't going to shut it down if anything it's going to
1: make it stay open. So
0: it sucks ass when you're the person up top in a rainstorm because you're not going anywhere
1: and you're miserable and you're wet and you're soaking. So, yeah, they definitely had to upgrade that eventually. And the other big difference uh, with log flume today versus um, all those years ago is that the water is actually clean. Like you know, at least the last like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the last time that I went there, the water it was was actually clean. So I don't know about for you guys. It wasn't. It
0: wasn't horrible. It didn't smell. Um,
1: yeah, it was probably
0: better than when we were there. I will admit that. Um, and I'll be
2: honest. But with they honestly, have painted the reservoir to kind of make it look. Well, that that's the problem. It's it you
0: nailed it on the head, Andy. That's why I was trying to think. I was like, is it really, or did they just trick me? That's really what I was trying to think. But. I didn't smell chlorine and I didn't smell nasty when I got off. So I guess they found a happy medium, you know.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um All right. Well, you had a, an interesting career. So how many years were you there?
1: Uh four seasons, yeah. So my last season in grounds, I was um I was a um a porter, right, for the beginning. And then I became right. a lead and then I was actually the parking lot lead at the end of it. So And what what year was that? Your last year? 97. Okay. What are you doing in the so like,
2: parking lot? That sounds boring as fuck. Yeah, that's what I said. it too.
1: It really was. Yeah. I mean, it would be like, oh, hey, you know, go over to go over to the warehouse, pick up a bunch of toilet paper, and bring it out to the um. Uh... <laughs> like honestly, that's all it was. I was just driving toilet paper from one end of the park to the other <laughs> end, of the and I would drop off like you know the picnic area, the um, the um, the uh, attendants for the picnic area, you know, and that was kind of it. But that's
0: not bad. I mean that's actually not a bad way to go out. I mean a lot of people had it a lot worse, you know. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah,
0: it's funny that was my last year too. So yeah, I have a feeling a lot of us, like most of us, left around that time frame. So, um, all right. Well, here I'll jump into something that's weird. Um, the year I left, um. I got downsized at the end of this season, but I got offered another full-time position. I turned it down, and the only reason I turned it down is because I remember hearing the rumor that Premier was buying the park, and it was always a known thing that when the park gets bought out, full-timers get fucked. So, And also, they offered me a full food service one, and I just never want to go in food service, so I, I just didn't. Nothing equaled that that was a smart move for me to make. And my buddy here, Scott, actually was working at a separate place that had a much better offer than staying in a park. So I decided, you know, I, I am I going to be a lifer in this place or am I just going to leave? And I decided, all right, it's in my best interest to leave. And thank God I did. And ironically, that's never changed. So my understanding of the park has always been whenever they get bought out or whenever they're having a hard time, they just fucking destroy the full time staff and they they slash and they just make do with what they have. I don't know if you guys know this, but about a month ago, 12 full timers were let go. So 12. Oh, yeah. Wow. They, well, I can't.
2: I mean, COVID was, was horrible for the business. So. Yeah. They and, must and, have and let they, a lot of people go. They let
0: 12 full timers go. And what really sucks is one of them was our buddy Robbie Z. So that really, really uh-huh. sucks uh-huh. balls. I don't. That also leaves it to where, as far as I know, the only person that we're all that we were all like super friendly with is rich and i don't know if rich was rich might have also been one of the 12 i don't know about rich giannone but i know robbie definitely was and that's sitting
3: in steve's bedroom i would pour this out. yeah this
0: exactly floor. exactly mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's crazy man i mean it's like that's nuts to me like that's that's just crazy but
2: so robbie had to be there for i don't know, like 30 years like yeah Robbie wow. was
0: there when I started. Robbie was there. Me so too. he was there our whole time. Yeah. So, Cause we, we grew up with them in, in rides. I mean, yeah. So
3: they have a pension plan. They would have invested.
0: I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe they do. I mean, maybe, um, it's, it's still, it just sucks though. I mean, yeah. Um, all right. Well, one of the other things we're here for is because, uh, it's funny. One of the things that we always talk about, um, you know, like on occasionally here and there is that we absolutely, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, uh, we're always a little bit focused on the 120 project, which is something that we just have a fascination with. And, uh, a lot of people don't even know what the hell it is. And we brought it up quite a few times. Um, and, uh, it was only tried once at great adventure. Um, it was a somewhat quick project. It was shut down, you know, it started one season, ended the same season, never even made it to the end of the season. Um, it was a project that was called officially the Frontier project, although most people call it the one twenty project. that's what we've always referred to it as. Um, and um, it also obviously took place in a western section, hence the frontier project name. Um, luckily, uh, we most of us in the podcast still stayed friendly with like everybody, pretty much for the most part, that we ever worked with, and so that includes like full timers, management, like high up level people. So we have a lot of contacts that we're still able to talk to, and uh, we've spent a lot of time. It's funny, like, I have a sheet of paper I showed here to Scott that's dated March 27th, 2021, that details who I'm going to reach out <laughs> to to talk about the 120 project. So that's literally a year ago um you know and i know me and andy talked about it even before then so um we've been talking to people for a while now for like over a year about trying to get the details of it because the weird thing about the frontier project is that it's over 30 years ago at this point pretty much and people you know are around 30 years ago and people just don't remember it and it was such a short-lived project that even the people that were part of it have kind of fuzzy memories um so Two of our guests here actually were part of it. So Tony was in it, and he was the lead of the cables at the time, and Manish was in it, and he was basically a bitch boy at the time. He was a black tag. So As a matter of
3: fact, I heard a rumor, Manish. Uh Oh. I heard a rumor that you were the 120 Project. You were literally the only person affected by or making sure that the 120 Project happened where you were passed around like a uh, secondhand two-bit. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to say the word here. Prostitute. <laughs> to, to go to different T-100. rides and restaurants. Porter, perhaps, here and there in a the restroom.
0: What were you doing in a restroom,
3: Minish?
0: I'm so confused. Is this true?
3: Is this rumor true, Manish? Manish was really so, working uh, hard during the extra dollar an hour. <laughs>
1: well, I did get that dollar an hour. So it was, it good,
4: <laughs> good job. Good job. Yeah,
1: I did a lot. I'm not oh, gonna... <laughs> I earned every penny I got there. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um yeah no so yeah the 120 I, I did actually have um I did have a schedule where I had to go to um a bunch of different places, right? So um it was um in the beginning it was 2 days Log Flume, 2 days Best of the West and then one day at like the Game Stand and then the games got taken out and I was uh 3 days Log Flume. So but it was it was like a it, it was like a weird I don't know. It, so did it was you like ever a weird... work
3: a game stand?
1: Um, I did once. I did, like, that frog blog, you know, where yep. you just, like, yep. you put the frog on. you like, Yep, hammered. right in front of the
3: coaster. Because <laughs> the other rumor I heard so I did that. that you had a hot sister that worked games. Is that <laughs> <to> that? <laughs> so I, I have a sister,
1: and, yeah, she did work games. So, yeah, you're there, see, uh, Scott.
3: Thank you very much. That's another rumor. That <laughs> put it out there.
0: So yeah. You... Um, So you were a black tag during the time and Tony, you're a red tag. And um, all right, so let's hold that for a second. Let me throw a couple of facts out on it and then we'll jump back to you guys because we're going to ask you because you (laughs) guys had very different perspectives on how the project worked based on your actual tag color, obviously. Um, So here's some of the facts that we were able to get from talking to a lot of people. And the first thing we're going to we're going to make it very clear. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> most people that worked it hysterically have, including you guys, because we talked to you guys before we even got on this podcast too. So we talked to you guys a few times about this. A lot of people just have spotty memories of it because it was almost thirty years ago and it was really short lived. And I also think a lot of people just weren't—they didn't want to be there, so they they just kind of phased it out of yeah. their freaking memories, from what we could tell, you know.
2: Um, well, how much would that suck if it's like you know, hey, and you start the summer on coaster and you're finishing. You know, some bathrooms <laughs> for food <laughs> service. <laughs> it's I'm true. mean how true. much did it suck? Yeah,
3: it's true. It sucked
2: a uh, lot.
1: It yeah. did suck a lot. I would have so, left. Yeah, I wanted to yeah it was
0: not you. a good ah, surprise at all. Ah, Andy, that's a key Definitely, thing. Uh, you you say you would have left, life. but guess what? We I, I specifically <laughs> made sure to ask a lot of people, were they allowed to transfer out if they were displeased? And the answer was, surprisingly, Fuck. No. <laughs> Once you were in it, you were stuck in it. You were not getting out. They, they would not approve any yeah. transfers out of the section.
2: Um, I would have gone down to the boardwalk.
0: <laughs> I know. Right. Well, here's a question for you, Andy. I distinctly remember and I do not remember who it was. And maybe this is just old man mind playing games because revisionist history when you get older and you don't remember things properly. I distinctly remember that me and you were asked if we wanted to be part of it and we both said no and we left. Is that true or did we just get moved out and we were not asked? We were asked, no, right? We were asked. I actually okay. had to
2: inter- I interviewed and everything. It was a you know, it was the whole process, like application.
0: Alright, so I'm not, I not wrong. I thought so. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. And then we both said no, <laughs> right? <laughs> actually, I don't
2: even know if I had the option to say no.
0: I think they told me no. I think Thought we both had the option to be quite honest with you. I could be wrong. I absolutely could be wrong.
2: I but remember because I... they selected Steve and Kathy, right?
0: No, actually. So okay. so the the full the full-time staff that was there were it was it was basically Denise Hoban was the top of the chain as the full timer in charge. Steve Lisa was sort of like the sole other full-timer that went that basically ran the whole damn thing. And then it was made up of four seasonal soups: Jim Chappelle from Rides. Suhikan from rides, Sean Sneed from foods. I'm so sorry if I'm laughing. I should not be laughing. That's very inappropriate.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, some somebody. Oh, Milan Patel from games. So all right, now Manish. now taking what? Scott out of the equation for a second. Okay.
3: What's your last name,
0: <laughs> This is an actual. This is this actually surprised you. Hmm. Until we talked about the project, I did not even realize that your sister worked at the park. I knew your brother did. I swear to God, I didn't realize your sister worked at it. And because when me and Andy left 120, we gave a shit so little, I didn't even know who the soups were. I just didn't give a fuck. We were on the other side of the park in Adventure Rivers, did not care. That was that.
2: I was super pissed that yeah. I had a bad attitude. The whole yeah, night. no, we <laughs> and both, we, we, we were, we about anything.
0: we were both the same way. So it's hysterical because when Manish was like, well, yeah, my sister is one of those seasonal soups. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I literally didn't, and I didn't realize she worked at the park. So like totally boggled my mind. But it, again, that kind of adds the mystery of the thing of how little we knew, you know, but that was actually the pick, which is funny because if you think about it, that was a really smart pick because rides would be the thing you have to worry about the most and at the time denise had also been in rides so you have steve lisa denise jim sue all very acquainted with rides and sue absolutely acquainted with 120 and i believe denise was as well um steve lisa could be pretty much run anything i mean he was Mm -hmm. you know fantastic and then you needed someone that knew foods so they brought sean sneed um, and that, to be honest with you, I know we 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 shit on Sean a lot because I'm gonna be blunt. We worked with him and he wasn't very good as a rye soup. I mean, we we're 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 not being dishonest. He sucked, okay. But he may have been a very good food soup. We don't know that. Now I don't know how he was. I'll leave it to you guys when we talk to you guys about the section. I don't know how he was with you guys working with him. Or if, like most of one the 160 people said, you probably never even fucking saw him when he was there, but you know, <laughs> um, he made sense because someone had to know foods and then Milan made sense because she knew games. And ironically though, she pretty much got fucked the most because um, like you had mentioned, you know, games got booted almost right away. So it opened up where it was going to be um, foods, rides, games and grounds. And then pretty damn quickly within like a week, apparently from what everyone could say that was in management of it at the time, they They just decided games didn't make any damn sense. So games was no longer a part of it. However, she was kept in it because they needed the four soups. Um, So it ended up just being really foods, rides, and grounds. Which really
3: kind of, it's like, doesn't make sense. Like, you would think of all those four departments, the one that wouldn't be a little different would be rides. Because, you know, people can die. Like, nobody dies on, like, playing a game.
0: you, You would think that, but there's there's, so... We'll go, I'll go back. I'll go back to the history of it and it will make a little more sense on how they made their selection for it. And it's, it's, it is really kind of interesting. It's a little bit crazy. Um, All right. So the frontier project ran at the, basically at the end of the Ray Williams era in 1994. And um, it, it's, it's, it's funny how hard it was again, for any of us to lock these fucking facts in and remember everything mm-hmm. about it. But what we got was 1994 is when it ran and the reason that it was created was because Ray had an initiative for cross developmental stuff called an innovation groups, and it was a bunch of full timers that got brought in, and they were cross departmental, and they were supposed to come up with these ideas that would help the park. And he wanted these really inventive, great ideas, and so, and and apparently he was kind of a ballbuster about it. And one of the ideas that got thrown out, um, which probably came from any other business that cross trains people. But one of the ideas that came out was like, well, we're always fucking short-staffed, so why don't we just cross-train all the departments, and then that relieves the short-staffing issue. And he immediately was like, that's a fucking genius idea. That's what we're going to do. So from what we can gather from talking to everybody, the Frontier 120 section was chosen for this project that year, okay? And it was thought of in the beginning – so it was put into place in the middle of the year. It only ran for about eight weeks. It never made it to the end of the year. Okay. It basically got abolished about the time they went on um, weekends only for the fall. And there's two reasons that people believe it was created into 120. The most logical reason that I was told it's is that
3: 120 Western sucks.
0: Well, no, because then they wouldn't have put it there. They would have put <laughs> no. it in that, they would have put it in that, 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 that. Lame ass 140 section with your your I your mean, wonderful it, outfits that you It wore, actually, okay? I mean, it would have made more sense to go to back a little, little more flat rides
4: because it would have been easier to train people. You would think. Bingo,
0: right? bingo. Rides wasn't taken into account though. What were you saying, uh, Annie
2: I was say if you go back a little farther that season, that was one of our seasons where you and I were there, and that was running very smoothly. Oh that my year. god, beautifully. With two right. soups, by the way, with two soups. A section that should
0: traditionally right. always have three soups only had two of us, and was like fucking. Butter. like
3: <laughs> Smooth as shit. Right. Man. That was like the
2: second year we were together Tony. at 120. And yeah, no, everything was going great before yeah, that like, bombshell. Yeah.
3: Tony yeah. just pieced that all together in like two seconds. That 140 probably would, would have been a logical place to Okay. Start. It would have so, been, it so been a completely it more logical place to if do they it.
0: came to it from the idea of why, like what is the most appropriate thing to make this functionally work? But that is not how. From everyone we talked to, that's not how they came upon this. This is how they came upon where they went with Frontier. And this does make sense if you think of it from a higher level management who doesn't understand what it's like to be on the front line out in the park working. Okay. This is where it came from. In 1994, the West had very low foot traffic, the lowest of the park, and they knew it would. And the reason for that is because in 1993, Batman The Ride opened, pulling most of the people over to 150. The year before that, the Batman stunt show opened right next to the Batman The Ride, and they were trying to pull everyone in there. In 1994, they opened the new ride, which was The Right Stuff Mach 1 Adventure at 130. So what they knew was the bulk of people were still coming in for the Batman section because there was the Batman craze at the time. Then the other people that would be coming in are going to go into game square because they're coming in for the new ride, and because you know, then they're going to fortune over that side. And so, nobody was
3: ever more disappointed in their life than the ones who went right to the mock point and stimulated. I don't know, I liked it in year
0: one, <laughs> I liked it, and I liked it when they did the dinosaurs. Yeah, I
3: mean, the, you know, and you? Dino Island was awesome. Would you wait in line like hours? Yeah. No, well, and the like, line
0: sucked, but let's let's be honest. It <laughs> was it was a very all right. So in in a logical point though, it was the only time that Great Adventure actually outside of the fucking Houdini ride still going right now put a ride near that older people could go in and actually relax in. Most older people that can't ride regular rides aren't going on anything. Like, they bring their kids there, and they have to sit on
3: benches. Yeah, at the least room, they had a though. fucking
2: ride they could go on, you right.
3: know? ride the room. How many people, old people do you see at Great Adventure? I don't see. I yeah, don't but see that was anything. the big thing at
2: the time. A lot of parks were putting in those kinds of rides. And Absolutely. That was one of the first uh, ones they did that had, like, a pre-show with yep. the full themed queue line and everything. It was their you know, attempt were at being the middle, Disney. Yeah, it was their attempt but, at being Disney. Steve, where's 160 at this point? Is it one year old? Is it the first year that that up? Because that happened right around the same time. So
0: 160 is now one year old because we came in the second year. We both thought we came in in the opening, but that is not true. It was Jeff Horvath, uh, Debbie Levine, and I forget who the third person was. They opened the Adventure Rivers the year before us, and then in 1993. And then in 1994, when we left 120, we went to Adventure Rivers. So, so, and that, that to your point though, again, pulling all the people over to the East side, meaning they already knew traffic was going to be so fucking low that they said, and then on top of it, even to make it even worse, because the throughput was getting so heavy over there, that's also the year 1994, they put in the Autobahn and those little games that we had, those four games over there, too, because they were trying to put get, increase throughput over there because they had all these ride sucking people over there. So from a logical standpoint, if you're a high level manager and you're not, you have no clue how it actually is to run the park in the park, that all makes sense, right? When you're looking at just like a map and where you expect people to yeah, go. That does make sense. However, as we've all just got done saying, what the flying fuck? You take a section that has only five rides, four major rides, two coasters, which are two of the hardest coasters. You have the log flume. You have the cables. So you can't really have that shut down because then you're fucking the other side of the park, too. And, and and you have Minish's El Sombrero.
1: You
4: yeah.
0: Minish's El Sombrero. Can't forget that. was that. it. And, and that <laughs> But it's crazy because you guys are all right. When you think about it, like if you look at it from a rides perspective, that is the worst effing thing they could ever do is going to 120.
2: We and had rides supervisors didn't... who didn't cover 120. I mean, it was not an easy section to oh. I mean, when everything was fine, anywhere but anywhere. when it was like a shit show <laughs> there and everything went down at the same time. Yep. Yeah, you know, that yep. was a crazy section. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty
0: crazy. And and it's funny because I specifically asked. Did you ever experience a power failure? Because I wanted to hear a story of like Sean Sneed during a fucking power failure at <laughs> 120. However, no. Those lucky motherfuckers never had a power failure during the entire time that eight weeks or so that project ran. Nobody remembers any fucking power failure. However, one of the soups did tell me a funny story where they they got stuck covering a cashier's break at best of the West. And the fucking mine train went down and they couldn't <laughs> get out to go to the breakdown and they were totally fucked, which cracked me the hell up. I thought that was pretty goddamn funny, but um yeah, they actually lucked out a lot when you think about the soups they had and the potential for like a, a major power failure or something of that level, but they, they just didn't run into it. So, you know, um, that was lucky for them. And so here's the ironic part about it. Before we start talking to you guys about the details while you were there, here's the ironic part. So <laughs> the purpose of it, the whole purpose of the project is to try to create a formula to solve short staffing issues. Okay. You cross train everyone. And this does make a little logic, right? Um, you start cross-training everyone and then um, whatchamacallit, you know, you kind of solve your short staffing issue, right? In the middle of the day, you have people that can go anywhere, right? And then they put it in place. They run it for like seven, eight weeks. They hit weekends only and they're so fucking short staffed. They just terminate it without telling anybody. Literally, they just shut it the fuck down. Don't tell anybody. Manish, I think I asked you about it and you were like, yeah, I never got, I just literally came in and was told I don't have to work multi-departments sh- multi anymore, right? Isn't that what oh, they did all, to you? They
1: didn't even say that. They were just like, yeah, you know, your, your new schedule is five days log flow. It's like, yeah. oh, so like, it's like not, not no, the program's ending, not anything like that. It's just, oh, your new schedule is just it's five days log flow. I'm like, okay,
3: See, cool. But that hurt, right? Because you didn't get any of that foods money at that point because you were like making more money at foods, weren't you?
1: So there, yeah, there was the differential, right? Like where I yes. the, the two
3: there days was.
1: that I, the two, um, the, you know, which, yeah, so it was like, I guess it was like an extra dollar. I mean, I don't remember what it was exactly. But yeah, there was like a deferential about like going from rides to foods because foods did get paid a little bit more.
0: What so. I was told though, and, and, and so this was, I don't know if this actually happened. So you guys can confirm if this really happened or not. And actually, I guess for you, Tony, since you never got moved anywhere as a lead, this probably wouldn't even apply to you. But Manish, you could tell me. I know from management that when they were creating the project, the idea was that they recognized fully that cross- crossing people over different departments causes a problem because there is a pay differential between departments. Okay. And between like shifts and everything. So what their original intention was, and this was supposed to go into play was that all employees were going to pay differential to make you all even if you worked in that project. So it, 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 as long as you worked on that frontier project, Everybody was supposed to be basically be kind of getting the same pay minus what you would get if you were there for, you know, additional years or anything like that. Like if you got like a five cent raise because you came back or a 10 cent raise because you came back the following year, that wasn't that that was still yours. But as far as your base pay, that was all supposed to be taken into consideration. You're all supposed to be equalized out. And then, from what I was told, when it ended, they thought that they were going to keep that for those people until the end of the year and not screw them when they went weekends only. Did that actually happen, or did it work <laughs> like depending on where the fuck you worked is whether or not you got it?
1: Do you I, remember? So, I, I don't like, I don't really remember us getting this. Like, you know, I, I remember. I, I I'm pretty sure I remember us getting different pay from when we were rides and when we were when we were like foods. Wow. So I don't I don't I don't remember them saying like, oh, it's equalized. And I don't really. And I don't really remember that actually happening. And I remember, you know, I remember at the end, it was just like the regular $6 an hour that you get for working a night shift and rides. It wasn't, um, it wasn't anything more than that, but yep, um, yep. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they ended up doing, um, you know, I remember uh, everyone in front here getting it.
4: I remember at one point we had a meeting and it was like all the leads with the supervisors and everything. And they were talking about that. That's what they were thinking about doing that increase um, across the board. And the leads are like, well, they're going to be making more money than us. Like, what about us? <laughs> you know? And they were like, well, yeah, well, we, I guess we got to talk about that. You know, like, you know, hey, it's not fair. You know, we're we're leads, you know, yeah, we're getting the extra quarter, you know, or whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, they, they, we had our employees making more money because they were working at Best of West or, or you know, some other free location.
1: Right. Yeah. de Taco.
4: Taco, yeah,
1: and conestoga wagon
4: <laughs> right love the conestoga wagon. conestoga yep
0: so all right so let's take a jump back here's the here's the funnier one and tony it's funny because you brought this up as what you thought and other people agreed with you and we're being quiet because obviously we talked to a lot of people and some people didn't really want their names brought up but um, other people agreed that this may have been a reason the other reason this is so funny fucking silly it's hysterical but i i almost want to believe this is really the reason the other reason they chose 120 is because every department and all the other sections had different uniforms if you went to rides you had the fantasy forest outfit and if you were in the food service in that area though you had the food service outfit they were all different outfits however in frontier everybody had the western outfit for the most part okay porters i think didn't in grounds but for the most part. The foods people did and the rides people did. they all the same outfit. So they basically were like, well, if we have to switch someone in the middle of a the day, they don't have to go for a wardrobe change, which if you work in almost any area except 160 or 150, you're kind of fucked. It's a time-consuming thing to make someone change their outfit. Um, and so that was one of the reasons why a lot of people thought they actually picked the section i really hope it was more the traffic but i really believe it was probably the wardrobe <laughs> Just, you know. that was that
4: was one of the I'm things sure that was a explained to us is why we were being chosen one of the reasons when they were explaining it all it. to us is that the theming and they wanted this to be the example for the rest of the park being that it was so western themed and it was the frontier project they call yeah, it and cool. everybody had the you know the pretty much the same western outfit so you didn't yeah wardrobe from what from 120 it was the furthest you could go to for a wardrobe change in the park yeah so you would have been gone like probably a half hour at least if you needed oh, yeah. to do a wardrobe change at least yeah, yeah. but i will say um in their defense,
0: it was the coolest outfit at the time, in my opinion. In, in the ride section, it was the coolest one. It looked pretty goddamn cool. So I didn't know. mind it. it. I love the neckerchief. I mean, I, I mean, I what, know I you know. love 41. I know you do, Scott. I know. But <laughs> the one better
2: than the rainbow shirts, better than the old country.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> the old country were pretty bad too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are pretty bad. Actually, I forgot about those. Those were pretty goddamn bad. See if Peluso didn't know show he could have piped up. See, that's his outfit, so. <laughs> um all right so uh here, <laughs> here's a crazy one um so there was a period of time where if you're a ride <laughs> supervisor and i never got to experience this but i knew well about it because it actually got demolished a year before i got promoted uh where there was a hidden bonus where if you're a ride soup every year at the end of the year you all got and i believe andy it was a hundred dollar bonus right i believe that was the secret bonus
2: it was so little, I really don't remember. Yeah, I think it was
0: 100. I'm pretty sure, if going off memory, is a hundred dollar. I believe it was
3: a book of U.S. postage, <laughs> <tips>. <laughs> probably. Some um, bucks, maybe.
0: Yeah, however, here's something probably nobody here knows. Um, if you were one of the people in the 120 project, you also got a bonus at the end of that year. How much do you think that bonus was?
3: Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> take that $5 i don't remember getting don't a bonus know. at all I you did not no like, no no
0: no management got it not you guys oh, uh, leads okay. are not management uh-huh. no 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 management seasonal soups and above not you guys and mind you their management's only a few people there there's not a lot of people running the project so it's not to them it's not a, a big expense to give anyone a bonus there because there's only like six fucking people in the whole project right but how much take
1: a guess how much it was so like 10 bucks a week so like maybe 80 bucks they got
4: Okay, Tony, what's your guess? So, are you talking about full-time supervisors or seasonal supervisors? All of them, all six. Well,
0: m- maybe not Denise, but they all got but, the same but they all got the same amount, and they all got a one-time only bonus for participating in the project.
4: Uh, two hundred bucks.
0: Okay,
2: Andy. All right. Well, I guess if it was more than the hundred you remember getting that I don't. But uh, yeah, I'll say up there, let's say two fifty.
0: One thousand dollars. Wow. What really? thousand dollars they got a thousand like $1, 10% $1. of
2: my salary back then, and yeah, right?
0: How pissed are you that you didn't stay? How bad am I right now? I'm like, what seven nah, weeks of that? bullshit. You
2: gave me a thousand dollars, blood money. I wouldn't have taken that. <laughs> I agree, <because laughs> <put up> <laughs> you
0: know, what's funny. I thought about this after I found that out, and I thought about it, and I was like, if I had known they were gonna do that, would I have stayed? Ne- like, knowing now, though, like what would have came out of it, right? I wouldn't have stayed either. I, I I honestly still wouldn't have stayed because a, I still thought it was going to fail. I mean, everything that they described to us about it when we interviewed was that it was not going to go, it was going to be a, a colossal fuck up. Um, I didn't understand. I, I just didn't understand how it was going to work in that section too, which made me scary. And I think the biggest thing I was scared about was that. Um,
4: oh, yeah,
0: I think the biggest thing that I was scared about was that you wouldn't be there, Andy, and then I would get stuck with people who didn't know the section because we didn't know who was going to be with us. And it wasn't a guarantee. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of one of those things where, and I knew you didn't want to be there. So I was also like, and I didn't want to be there either, but I was like, fuck, if I stay out of loyalty to 120, I'm fucking boned. Like,
2: this
4: is going to well,
0: suck. Well, that was kind of know? the only
2: reason I wanted to stay anyway. I just, those were my ride. You know, I Me never too. worked another section, even as a black cat. you know, and uh, I was, didn't want to leave, especially in the middle of the summer.
0: Me too. So, yep. you know, we I really both. wasn't
2: interested in the other stuff. Maybe that yeah. came across. Maybe that's why I didn't get picked. But, uh,
0: well, it's funny. Um, I mean, me and you both grew up in 120 as rides was, people. You yeah. know, so that was our thing. I guess
2: I was glad that we both went. You know, I would have been really pissed. If you had to stay.
0: I know. No, it was vice versa, too. It would have been the same exact thing. <laughs> However, it's funny because now looking back on it, I'm really glad that, that we did. Not only because it sounded like the project was a colossal clusterfuck. And it still does sound like it from all point, you know, points of it. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, only one person said that they 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 felt really proud that they got picked to be part of the management team. One person said that. One person was actually like, like I looked at it like it was a, you know, like a like a bonus thing. Like they 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 wanted me because they thought that I could help out with something that was innovative for the park. Most people did not look at it that way. Most people just looked at it like, oh, it was something new. That was it. Like there wasn't any expectations that it was going to be like, you know, something fantastic, you know, Um, I, I, I I jokingly crap on the Eastern side, but I loved absolutely loved all my time when I was over on Eastern side as a supervisor when I was in 160, you know, with you when I was in 160 with Scott and Gary and you know, I, I loved it. I mean, shit, even when I was in 160 with like you Know Sean Steed, I still loved the section. I mean, he was just a dope. I you, was know. There. you were there, and he was just a dope. I mean, you know, but the section was still good. The people were fantastic and I love the rides. And you know, I had the same pride that I had when I was in 120. Like in 120, you know, you you learn how to run the coaster, you learn how to run the mine train, you take a pride in that, you know. You you know how to go up and do all the cable checks from the top, you take a pride in that, you know. Um, although I will say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give kudos to the Eastern side because you take a little more pride in knowing how to do the checks from the Eastern side than you do from the Western side. Cause it's a lot more complicated. However, you know, um, learning how to run the fucking rapids in manual though, that's like true pride. You know what I mean? Like, like that kind of stuff I loved.
3: That's like freefall operator territory, right?
0: Freefall's way worse, but <laughs> way fucking worse. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely once you know how to do it, it's a, it's a, it's a thing of pride. And, uh. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm happy I did go over there, and I'm 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 happy I finished out over there too. You know, uh, you know, as far as rides goes, but uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, though, it's funny. Um, I asked if anyone felt like they there was something good that came out of this project, and the only thing that any of us could figure out that might have been something that good that came grounds. out of it. <laughs> well, it's close. Yeah. The only thing that people thought of that might actually came out of it that was a good thing for the park that they even attempted it was that it was either the year after or the year after that that they actually did merge grounds and rides, which was somewhat successful. It was the year after yeah it, I thought it was the year after and and that we're pretty sure that came out of this project and but outside of it it's the only thing that came out of the project like nobody could think of anything else that came out of it good and Tony, you and Minish, you guys were in there as a red tag and as a black tag individually. Did you guys see anything where you thought, oh, this sucks, but I see why they're doing it because this actually makes sense? (laughs) Like, and I'm not trying to be a dick about the project. I'm honestly being honest. (laughs) Like, did you – like, you didn't leave – You correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but as a bread tag, they never moved you guys around. So for you, the project didn't fucking really matter. I mean, you just – Well, it it did
4: because we – in running the rides, like – in well, terms you'd have of to, our operators and everything they took have, away our operators to go you would have
0: less operators and you'd also have to checklist yeah. people that were like from fucking foods and shit that had less
4: you know and we knowledge had to train of rides a ton of people from foods and other departments on on the rides right and right. We, we would try to train them for operator and none of them wanted to be an operator right right and, and,
3: it's and not like i mean cross training was always a problem like especially on major rides like that like it was always a problem finding operators always a problem finding time
4: yeah And when you had almost all your operators working at Best of the West or or other food stands, then like it it limited what you could do at your your ride, basically, you know, it just limited everything that you could do. So it was it was a disaster kind of from from the get go. And then as the project kind of evolved, they started keeping people, operators at the rides that they most, you know, that they were trained at more often and less time at the food stand And then eventually towards the end, it was just like, all right, you know, rides, people are rides, places, foods, people are foods, places. And they just kind of, you know, and then it ended. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it it sounds like as they went along,
0: they just kind of didn't buy into it themselves as much anyway,
4: you know? No. You know? It was Um, too, they made it too, it was too complicated. Incorporating rides was, was one of the most, you know, if they would have done it, let's say like grounds, maybe foods or you know and merch i don't know one of any of those three but throwing rides in the mix you know it just it just complicated things i think too much
0: it's funny i I thought about it a lot and um and i i kind of was wondering why the fuck they didn't try it with like foods and merch why would those two not be the two maybe even foods merch, and games because you're all dealing with money Okay. True, yeah. Yeah. That would make a little more yeah. sense. Okay. They clearly did Shows was never going to be part of this because they were like, we're skilled fucking entertainment. How the fuck yeah. are you going to d- put someone in us? So they were out from the beginning and obviously
2: security. Like, hey, Minish, you're going to do the high dive show. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, right. you're
0: training the dolphins today. You didn't yeah. know it, but you're training us. You know? uh, yeah,
1: Minish, <laughs> you're going to uh, be the top pyramid on the ski show, so you're going to yeah, be like, right. three stories
4: up on the ski show. <laughs> um... Yeah. Yeah, and just uh, throw them in a Bugs Bunny costume, you know. Right. Yeah, right.
3: That's <laughs> you know, grounds and rides, yeah. they never cross-trained staff. It was only the supervisors who correct.
0: Were. That is absolutely true. And I well, here's the joke about that though. If yeah. you think about it logically, grounds always helped rides when we were short staffed in checklisting only capabilities. We never tried to make them operators for the most part, but we always had grounds people that we checklisted. I mean I'm going to bring up a name of someone who you would never think of as a rides operator, but Brian Oaks got checklisted on the log flume all the fucking time was constantly being put up on what lo- fucking, you know, you know. No. Brian Oaks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there are people who you're like, they should never even be near a ride. But they were because checklisting on putting them up top somewhere was like easy on certain so he on
1: rides. He on
3: 1.
1: Yeah, I remember him being oh, on no, Lyft you were afraid he I remember was going in the one. water.
0: <laughs> well, because he wanted Lift 2 to be a water slide. I don't know how many times right? that kid pulled me to the side was like, like that that be
2: like a what's going to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, but, uh, heck, you know, ima- imagine like in the program, if you, you're trying to train somebody on Best of the West, right? And I'm not saying that, you know, like that they wouldn't pick it up. It's just they didn't want to, right? But imagine training them how to run Lift 2, right? I mean, it's like, okay, you have two boats close together, you know, you, you you stop the first belt, you know, lower belt, and then, you know, you have to wait till the other one goes over before, you, and it's like, you know, like it, it's, I mean, it, it's simple enough, but like getting the timing down, right? I mean, like, yeah, it was just
2: destined for, um, I, yeah, I, look, I'm yeah. Gonna rides is hard down. enough to cross train with other rides employees. Like if you were, yeah. you know, in a kitchen and foods, it's probably the same, no matter what kitchen in the park you're in, you know, um. Uh, same thing if you're a catch here. But yeah, even just sure. being an attendant on one ride versus another ride is completely different. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, you know, an,
1: an attendant on El Sombrero, right? Like, you know, you basically you go over, you walk around in circles all day. An attendant on a coaster, right? If you have to actually manually unlock somebody, right, I mean, you can uh, get yeah. electrocuted, right? Like you think about that. If they hit the lock button, uh, you know, you'll get electrocuted, right? So yeah. So I mean, like that no. it's 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 a big difference. Well not like le- not die. You'll just get a shock. <laughs> I should say you'll get a shock. You'll get a shock, yeah. but but uh yeah i I I
0: gotta tell you i have a lot of memories and andy you had to have heard this because you would hear us on the mic i mean when you were at mine train and i was at log flume there's no way you never heard this happening when log flume would go down and we'd have a checklisted person on lift one and we'd have to get on a mic because they wouldn't pick up the fucking phone (laughs) and we'd be on mic on push the button (laughs) push the button because we just wanted to start the fucking lift, and they're just literally all we trained them to do was if it shuts off, we're going to call you on the phone, pick up, and press this one button. That's all I you remember, have to
2: do. You'd watch it on the control panel, and be like, "All right, lift two started. All right, spillway, shoot it. Lift, lift one. one, lift, lift one, one. <laughs> come on, lift one." <laughs>
0: my favorite is
2: screaming up there
0: oh my god i remember i remember pointing at the phone and the guy kept looking at me and pointing back at me and i'm like what (laughs) does that mean and then i got on a mic and i'm just yelling it over the mic pick up the phone or push the button and he just kept going like this just raising his hands in the air like i don't know what you're saying i'm like oh my god and then I'd have to fucking send someone to run up there and press the damn button, you know? <laughs> like, oh man, um, I think this is the last thing that uh, that I have as far as the project goes. Before we just, you know, throw it off to you guys. If you have any comments about it, like I'm Minish, you have to have stories about working there. But um, the last funny thing is, so they actually had their own office, Andy. Better own office.
2: Where do you think it was? Oh, I remember. Right? Oh, I knew that. Yeah, I remember it was in Behind the Shootout, right? It was my office. It, yeah, my yeah.
0: The, the office that would become my office. That's yeah. when they
2: redid that. Yeah, when it became your office. It was not a
0: – I didn't even realize it. has been
2: changed from when it was season pass. Probably.
0: Yep, yep. I, well, that's the thing. I didn't realize that they had had it. I remember it being season pass, and I just thought that. I don't think I ever realized that they had been working out of there at all. So it kind of cracked me up when I found that out, and I was like, oh – and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute. That wasn't my office. It was their office first. Then it became my office. So they still had it before me. So you know." But um, all right, so let's let's throw it to you guys. I mean, you guys actually had to live in the trenches for seven, eight weeks, if it. So um, Tony, as a lead, any any memorable stories or anything that you could throw in on it? Well, uh,
4: just before I get into that, was it really ninety four? Yeah. Why did we keep thinking it was like ninety five or? well because Another we weren't year.
0: positive at, at at the beginning but after talking to about 10 people the the popular consensus is it had to be 94 yeah.
2: because oh wow
0: because yeah. the yeah. following year 95 is when rides and grounds did that
3: merge 95 is when And I went, went
2: back to 120 in so. 95 yep so it had to it be started 94 started 96 and in the middle of and it the also of matches I went to games
0: and it all matches up to also where the rides were, where all the new rides were and where everything was mm. getting put in. It all, it all matches up to 94.
4: Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, Cause ni-
1: 95 was the Viper,
4: right? Oh yeah. 95 was Viper, right? It was yeah. the
1: Viper yeah. and they didn't have it and, and and that wasn't a part of it. Right. It was so not. Actually, it was only the four major rides in Elsonboro. Yeah. I was, I, I was actually like kind of fuzzy on the year until, um, until you guys were just mentioning actually the, um, the office and I remember, I remember that office in the back now by Western Shootout. Yep, and yeah, so that was 94 though. Because, yeah,
3: well, 94, I started but. as the Dream Street Cables lead. Jim Chappelle brought me over at Adventure Rivers, Congo Rapids, and then he like was gone. And because we swapped, and Andy came we in, we swapped, yeah. And uh, the next year, 95, was my first year as supervisor so that's how I know for sure it was 94.
4: Yep. Yeah, all I know is it, it started with a lot of fanfare. You know, they wanted us to all get on board and tell us how exciting it was going to be. We we're going to be part of this new thing, never been tried before. And, and you know, as leads, they would tell us, like, look, you know, you're, you being part of this is going to be valuable, you know, for your next step. And, you know, you could be, a you know, this would be a good thing to put on your resume for the next, um, you know, if you want to be a supervisor or whatever. And they got everybody hyped up about it did all this massive training and everything. And, um, every week that went by, it was like, it just seemed to get worse and worse. And worse. <laughs> <laughs> until finally, like you said, even the people that were running it were just throwing their hands up. Like we give up. This doesn't, you know, this doesn't make sense. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was just, I think that, if they would have done a little bit better planning earlier in the, you know, at the beginning of the season before it even started and maybe, you know, let people know initially, Hey, what they were getting into, this is what we're going to do, but we're going to pay you a little bit more. We're going to give you a buck extra or 50 cents extra or whatever. Maybe there would have been more enthusiasm to make it work. Maybe it would have been, you know, ran a little bit more seamlessly, but, um, but I think, you know, to your point, I think the good thing that did come out of it was the, the rides and, and grounds combo. Um, so, you know, at least something positive came out of it, I guess, but that uh, yeah, makes sense. But you know, during that time, it was just chaos, you know, and it, it just, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I don't think anybody was happy from the top to the bottom, you know, to the, from the black tag to the full-time soups that were, you know, overseeing it, you know, it was, it was just a whole stressful situation, but um, I don't really have any funny stories other than, you know, my my employees just kind of like, oh my gosh, I got best of the west four days this week. You know? like, yeah, and they weren't really even my employees anymore; they, they were on my roster. But they're like, some of them were in best of the west four days, and they were at, at cables one day. You know, what So the fuck? Make, what the fuck? They complain about that was all, my assistant lead, by the way. All you the know? barbecue but, yeah. you can eat. What are they complaining yeah, about? Right? All the
1: barbecue you can eat. Come on, man.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all the chicken. <laughs> Finish.
3: Did you ever like cook food as part of this thing?
1: Um, so I didn't oh so I mean like the fryer, yeah, right. So you know, I put those like arm guards on and I did the fryer. I never did the grill. Um and uh and the grill wasn't even really a grill. It was like the you put the burger patty on and it rolled through. So it wasn't like um like you know, like the um like an actual like you know, grill grill. But but yeah, I, I did the fryer where um you just drop french fries and drop chicken nuggets. It wasn't really wasn't really very much training. I mean, a lot of it was cashier. I did, um, and then um, and then uh, when people order stuff, you put their food together and you like you know hand it out to them.
0: Just for you, Manish, we just went to Best of the West.
1: Just for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, you know, me and uh, Alan nice. Heaton had our own combo department They'd go on years before any of this. When he was in uh, grounds, and we would just call ourselves three forty and <laughs> just walk around together all day. And if something needed to be swept, and I had extra people, I'd call the rides and people out sweeping. If it, you know, if it was a guest complaint at a ride. Sometimes Alan would go. <laughs> yeah. I went to all the breakdowns, but you know, we kind of handled a lot of stuff together. Oh my god, I miss Alan Eakin so much. Man.
1: <laughs>
4: I really do. <laughs> uh, Speaking was... of Best of the West, you know that big bear that was in Best of the West for so many years? Yeah. Did anybody see that bear actually, like, make bear sounds and growl? And it was kind of like – it was supposed to be more than just a statue of a bear. There was, like, a sound system hooked up to it. Yeah, I thought it did. I thought it did I growl. Think it I think did. So, too.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so, too.
4: It also had a, a keyboard or, or something part of it where you can make other sounds other than growl. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> where are you going with this, Tony? Where are you going so with this? So I figured this? that out late in my career at Six Flags. I think I was in POS, yeah, at the time. I was like, this has to be when you were in foods. Yeah. <laughs> I was in POS and um and we were just kind of looking at this bear, and you know, we figured out it made ground sound growling sounds, but it also made um gun sounds and laser beam sounds <laughs> 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 which was hilarious. <laughs> and that was just something we discovered at random. And I, I don't know if there was a supposed to be a whole like more to that bear, but they never used it anymore they just stopped using it you know like it didn't make sounds anymore or anything like that i don't okay, know if they right. wanted to turn it into kind of like um what's that restaurant with the moving animals or whatever yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but i thought that would have been cool you know but they, yeah i was just curious since you're that's on the funny. best of the west theme they could have turned it
1: into chuck e cheese right with the uh, dancing dancing yeah. nice up there
4: Could kind of. have done something it's Been fun
1: <laughs> that's funny what about you, Manish? You were the
0: you were the sucker, man. I mean, we jokingly call you the bitch boy about it, but really, if you're a black tie, you kind of were
1: the bitch boys because you're the only ones that got sh- yeah, stuck. Yeah, kind doing of were. Right? I mean, like apartment shafts, you know. I mean, it was it was basically just like you know wherever um, you know wherever you got you know you just got stuck wherever yeah wherever. I mean, like I I had I think my my schedule was two days log flume and in the beginning, right? Two days log flume, two days best of the west, and one day in games, and then it was just like the game um, games were taken out. And then it was three days log film, but then, you know, so, uh, but then when the rides closed, if you were in attendant, right. You know, you would get sent to somewhere else. Right. So like, right. you know, I mean, I didn't often get sent aw- away if the ride closed because I was an operator in most of the places, uh, or, um, actually I was an operator in all the rides there. So yeah, so I didn't really get sent away. If the ride closed, I just got sent to a different ride, but I mean, um, in the beginning I did, but it was just, it was just like a, a little bit of a pain because it's like, okay, you know, you start your day at log Flume and then, you know, I don't know, some, there's lightning and they say, Oh, go to the best of the West. Like, like how long is there going to be lightning for that? I actually need to go there. <laughs> Why can't I can't just, I'm like, like, if it, is it going to be an hour? Like you really want me to go to best of the West for an hour so I could change like five trashes and then come back to Logflume to reopen it. Or it was just, it was, you know, I don't know. And I think if well, hold on. So, so you,
0: it, you're, when you we were talking about employee retention, employees being pissed off and employees wanting to go out of the section. I mean, let's be all be honest. We, we like me and Andy, we were both black tags in that, that section. Tony, you were a black tag in that section. Let's be honest. If you're working the cables, and you're a black tag and you have high winds. Unless you're in, you're in the middle of the summer. You're fucking loving life, man. Like yeah. you're not getting sent anywhere. They're going to get yeah. a pan of broom and fuck around and go walk around. Maybe play burger time down below. Like it's wonderful. <laughs> But Dude, now, sometimes
2: you'd chill out for 55 minutes. And yes, then there'd be another high wind. they would be like, all right, can chill best, for another man. hour. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that yeah. was great.
0: And now all of a sudden you're put into this project where it's like, woohoo! High wind. Yeah, go clean the fucking bathroom. <laughs> go flip a <laughs> yeah. burger. You like, got time
2: to lean, you got time <laughs> to clean.
0: You got time to lean, you got time to make a fucking barbecue burger, motherfucker. Yeah, right. hey, get mm-hmm. over there.
2: Never BBL never doesn't look so curious. bad now. <laughs> 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 Which by the way, yeah. the BBL yes. went to one thirty when all this was happening. Yep. Yeah. So that supervisor, yeah. you know, must have loved it also, inheriting BBL.
0: What's funny is ironically, I didn't realize it until I did some like like research on it. That's also the year that BBL got the tree, the entry tree. So they gave BBL a refresh and moved it over to the other section. So that's kind of
4: funny. It was like made it a little bit nicer, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the only yeah. thing about the high winds, if if it was down for too long you were going to BBL almost guaranteed because wow. they were always short at BBL. So yeah, that was, was the only thing about the, the wind
3: meter was on our side. And I would just turn that. at yeah. like, no, yeah. to Tony, sorry. <laughs> you're gonna go to BBL. <laughs> That's right. You were on the other side. I forgot about That's that.
0: Right. That's a pretty big scam. If you think about it though, because on the dream street side, they're not getting fucked. Like they're literally yeah. going to be just pan and brooming and chilling out in the booth. And if you're on the Western side, you're all getting fucked that year. You're all getting screwed. Yeah. That's funny
4: that's true
1: that's funny Work yeah it was just it me. was just crazy i mean if they had done it in like, the <laughs> beginning of the season it would have been better i mean i
0: i the ironic part is i don't think they were i don't i think from what we gather they that's when the idea came upon like it was one of the like either the very beginning of the season before the park opened or right when the park opened, and then they were able to implement it right in. I think it sounded like maybe they also wanted to do it for, for a shorter period. Like they wanted to do it like mid season end season so that if it wasn't good, then you know no foul, you know, no worry. It wasn't all it wasn't like they screwed the whole season up. But um and then if you also think about it, I mean we're still kind of short staffed in the opening of the season. So it's probably a bad time to try to launch something that to go against short staffing, you know? So yeah. But wow. Well Andy I, look, me and you were fascinated by this, which is hysterical because we we hated it so much and didn't give a fuck so oh, much it when was it happened.
2: My, that was my worst season of all my 13 seasons I worked yeah. at that park. I hated that whole year. I was so pissed off that whole summer, yeah. well, the second half at least. Yeah. And I'll never forget, you know, they wanted us. And looking back, you're right, Steve. We said we didn't want to do the seasonal part of it, but we did interview for the full-time job. That's, you know, because, it you know, what we what did we always want to get? We wanted a full-time job Yeah. right rides. If that's yep. how we had to do it, we would have done it that way. But I remember afterwards, after not getting the job, being asked to, like, show one of the new full-timers that came from one of the other departments, you know, how to, to handle the ride, how to, yep. how to run yep. the ride. Yeah, I session. remember. And I remember that the log boom went down. We were eating lunch, and the log boom went down. And then I got up to leave, and I was like, What are you doing? He's like, I'm finishing my lunch. (laughs) And and I was like, No, I was like, No, we have to go. And I remember just leaving, and you know, he started to slowly get over, and I just took off without him. And by the time he had even gotten there, like it was pretty much taken care of. But uh, you know, it's great. You know, know, it was like handing on. This is who I'm going to give my my children to. You know, like that. Right. I was just really upset that year about that whole thing, and then I went to 160. And I'm glad you liked it, but that was kind of why I just never really like gelled over there. I just couldn't wait to get back to 120.
0: Yeah, no, I hear it It was funny too because that was that was hard. The the next year not going back to 120 with you was like like going kind of going into the deep end. You know what I mean? Because it was like again, it was breaking free from everything I loved and I knew I knew like the back of my fucking hand. And to your point. The reason why I remember us, like you said, we were interviewing and we thought we were gonna, you know, possibly be able to get the full-time position was because we had done such a fucking great job by and not not by just our own account, by everyone always saying you don't even need a third two. You guys can run it. You're good. 120 is good. And that was like two years we did that. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I mean, we were riding high. We thought, like, our shit didn't stink. Like, we knew what the fuck we were doing, and we were very fucking good at it. So it's logical to think that if you're going to come into our section that we grew up in for, like, six years, right. you know what I mean? Like, we're the most logical people. And then it was like, we were just treated like fucking foreigners that didn't know what we were doing. Like, you know, <laughs> it was horrible, you know? Right. Yeah, it's a bad the, taste for to me, too. All those sure, damn right.
2: water rides. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing. Then it was like, I think the reason I didn't mind staying the following the one reason I didn't mind staying is because I kind of felt like I got comfortable with them too pretty quickly. But my fear in going over there was like, holy fuck, my whole career basically has been in this section. And now I got to learn something that's completely the opposite of what I'm comfortable with. And I was like, God damn it. But then I mean, Rides are rides. If you have a logical brain, it's not hard to fucking do. Oh, any come of on! It. Looking
2: back now, all, the, all you had to do is just move people around. Yeah. that's all that whole job was. Yeah,
0: it was cake. You know, I mean, the yeah. worst. Th- as long as you sign a bunch a st- of things, sign <laughs> a bunch of things. Don't be stupid about minors, and let's be honest. Just know enough that you don't fucking get someone hurt during it, or you your people don't get someone hurt during a breakdown. That's the big thing. The big thing is knowing how to properly handle a fucking breakdown. And once you know that though, it's cake. It was all yeah. cake, you know. Yeah, very true. All right. I I think that's it. I don't think I'm ever gonna talk about the 120 project again. I think we've nailed <laughs> it ahead. I mm-hmm. think I mean, and, and it's funny because we like I said, we interviewed a lot of people, like all of us as an individual group, and then separately talked with a lot of people that were part of it. And it is funny. I don't know how much of it is people purged it from their fucking minds because they just didn't want to think of it again or how much of it is just like, you know, just fuzzy memory from like being almost 30 years ago and not being run for too long. And it also, you know, from my understanding, it was like, there wasn't a lot of information passed from top up down. So even the management team didn't really know a lot of what was going on all the time and stuff like that. So, you know, there, there's, there's still a lot of, Vigarities out there about it but I think For the most part I don't think we're ever going to get more Information than what we we've got and what We went over today Um, Ironically I mean I I, For the last year I looked through the Web in a thousand different ways to Try to Google search any information on it And we know that there's a couple like GA history Sites and all that and I can't Find shit like (laughs) there is Just nothing out there about This which is what piqued my interest even more Because I'm like this is like hidden history Of the park that We'll just be gone. Like just be gone. Like that's it. Like no one will ever talk about it again. And in a couple of years, people will forget about it completely. And that's be it. Like our podcast will probably be the only remaining history of the damn thing in like five hmm, years. Then, you know what I mean? Then
2: they'll try it again. Okay. Oh my God. Would that be hysterical
0: <laughs> yeah. though? Yeah. Be so goddamn funny. Well, hopefully, if they did, they listen to our podcast and know, oh, wait a minute, maybe we put the you mm-hmm. know the bank systems together, you know? <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> Crazy, man. All right, well, boys, I don't really—I mean, I don't have any other subjects here, so this is a free for all. We got another fucking five minutes left. Five
3: whole minutes. Five more
0: minutes, and <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm pretty sure all of us have other rumors we've
3: heard. <laughs> about Does it have to be about? Oh yeah. Manish? It doesn't so, have has it to be about openish. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask because that'd be about 120.
0: Minish, we could throw, like two hours in on this one. Nope. Manish, do you want to just tell us the rumors yeah. yourself? I mean, just tell us <laughs> Why do we even have to throw them out there? Uh, uh, Tony, Tony know, has one. Know. Tony has one. I can see him; he's one. itching.
4: I mean, I know that there probably wasn't much of the park that wasn't either urinated on or other by uh, by Minish. Yeah. He was like a like a Um, dog you know walk around the park you just find a spot and just go just random places when you gotta go you gotta go right i'm not gonna yeah i mean you know screw the restrooms i mean there were there were probably like five different restrooms in that in in the area but yeah
1: but we weren't allowed to use them though right if we were in uniform
4: well well yeah
1: you could use them (laughs) yeah i don't don't remember that (laughs) rule
3: Wait, I told you that. Maybe, maybe we just didn't let Minnie so, Did someone actually tell you I'm you can't use a restroom? Sure <laughs>
4: maybe that's that. why he was going everywhere in the park behind bushes, in the closet. At I'm sure that was what he was doing over time, right?
2: Restrooms in uniform.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. I think somebody actually did tell me that though.
2: But is that why yeah, you're? Yeah, I mean, clue by
1: everybody else. You're going paying off off lift one. I did set a record um to to you know change the subject from my um bathroom habits.
0: Urination problems. <laughs> I,
1: did <set> <laughs> I did set a record for most people in a cable car, right? Um nine.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Nine, wait, wait. Yeah. So Was it at least uh, nine, nine
1: petite people and not like nine heavy yeah, weightlifters um, uh, like? Nine 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 grown-ups and a baby. So, or no, eight grown-ups Sorry, eight grown-ups and a baby? Yeah, How so um, and it was funny because process, you know, um <laughs> you know, short. So shorty caught the car on the other side, and he calls up and he's like, he's like, "Who the is loading?" Like it's me, shorty. It's me. And he's just, he's just like, "What?" Like, and he just, he just, it's like, okay, and he just hangs up. And I, I, I was just understand like, understand the logic. Like, wouldn't you just? I tried stopping him, right? But car? they just, they, like, okay. So I was, I was loading the car, and like, you know. The, I I saw the group and I was like, okay, yeah, they're going to split themselves up. They know what they're doing. They just walked in and then the rest of them walked in. I was like, like, uh, guys, you got to get out. You got to get. I was like, you know what? You're all like comfortable. Like, I just shut the door and I let them go. (laughs) And I I probably shouldn't have done that. that. Um, I'm assuming it was more than six hundred and sixty pounds.
0: I um, mean, you couldn't have at least called the other side. But Hey, Shorty, there's a clown car coming in 43.
1: Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have gave him that warning, you know? I uh, yeah.
3: never called, man. Those fuckers never called. They can be three
0: yeah, or they... cars coming back. to. <laughs> hey, Tony, he's right. We never call me <laughs> to give a fuck. No, that was no, <laughs> the fact.
2: No, just send the fuck over right next to each other. <laughs> I never called. Back to
0: back. How many times did yeah.
2: you send a back back? Like, we're fuck, so, man. Where's the funny that? If you're calling, let them
4: know.
0: You've got to keep them on their toes. God damn right! Yeah. Fucking cocky motherfuckers, you know. <laughs>
2: Knock them down a couple. I of remember Manish being up there for when we started having all that light curtain shit. Uh, I know it wasn't the wasn't cause me. of it, but I remember. I know you weren't the cause of it. I know who that was. We but all know who A lot that of times, was. you were that generation where I had to walk up there all the time, pissed off, just to turn the key because someone dropped a piece of ice. Or something yeah, stupid been, in the light curtain. I remember when I was the lead at Dream Street, it was
3: always, oh, there was a squirrel that ran through. I was like, really? The squirrel ran through both light curtains on both sides. <laughs> no, they used <laughs> to do this thing where they would throw shit on, on,
2: along the ground under it and try, because it was like a quarter of an inch off the ground, yeah. the light curtain, you know, the beam. Yeah, and you people would try and throw ice and shit off. under it. People would I drop the keys that.
4: there. People would drop pens down there and it would set it off. It, it was always getting set off, but
2: silly stuff. I remember people yeah. grabbing onto the cars and riding over the light curtain on to jump off on the other side of it <laughs> yeah. you know, before you got to the net. Yeah, the light curtain really made things very dangerous. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> added to that
0: safety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, when we went, we went on the cables. Did we look? Was the light curtain still there? I don't remember even looking. All right. We'll have to look this summer. We'll have to look because we're going to definitely go back. So we'll have to check because that's funny. I'm wondering if it's even fucking still there because Jesus Christ. Well, so I remember catching
2: the, the uh, cable crew like laying on those nets like they were on some big catamaran or something. I remember the ride was <laughs> down. <laughs> Chilling out in the sun on those nets. What, what
4: year but was it, that? I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> when, did, when did that stuff go in?
0: Uh, I don't even remember. I don't remember the year.
4: Oh man, that
2: would have been funny. <laughs> so they changed the, change the uh, cables. That must have been '90s. Before that, that must have been like '92, '93, something like that. <laughs> yeah, around that. Those were the the, the Lewis
4: light curtains, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> well, they call them
4: the what? The Sherry Lewis nets. Call- ah, we weren't doing that. We were
1: just like, yeah, 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 yeah. The oh,
4: Lewis. sorry. So you are going
0: stick with the Lewis, all right? Lewis Nets. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Bish?
1: No, I was just saying they changed it now, so it, it doesn't have an um, like an automatic dispatch anymore. They actually have to like push the button or or pull the um, dispatch to actually send the cable cars out. Yeah, I there's no more auto that, trip.
2: But... That yeah, the auto trip thing was always broken. It's probably yeah. just broken. Yeah.
0: yeah. True. So,
2: Very true. You know, the parts for that thing are probably pretty limited now. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? The World's fair? Like 19- 1936 yeah. or something? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is crazy, man. Like, like, would, uh, for a lot of these podcasts, when we were talking about specific rides, like the carousel, I'd go back and look at how old the individual ride we have are. And I'm just like, how did the... no wonder we have such a large mechanics area because they have to build the fucking parts of these things. Like, there's no way there's anything available anymore, you know? Like, all of our rides are like 5,000 years old, you know? <laughs> it's like fucking yeah. nuts, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, well, fellas, I think that's it, man. Our time is about at an end. So um, uh, thanks to everyone who joined us on Facebook Live. We could not see your chat, unfortunately, but we will check it afterwards (laughs) and make comments back. We'll try that fix for the next time. Um, We definitely appreciate the commentary on air, though. Um, Keep the stories and feedback coming to us. We love hearing them in between the podcast. Um, And signing off for now, I'm Steve Hicks and my co host are.
3: Scott Loudon.
0: Andy already. And our no-show Pluso is actually absolutely fine, everybody. He didn't no-show. He's recovering some – we're all old men now. We have old men health stings going on. So he's recovering from some old man health thing. That's all. He's fine. He's good. He'll be back in action for the next podcast. So don't worry about him. We're not going to fuck with his control card. He's fine. He has rehire status. <laughs> Unlike somebody else who is our other co-host, who is Manish Patel. Hello,
1: Manish. Thanks for joining that's us, it. buddy. Thanks. Thanks for let me uh, join. It was a lot of fun. <sighs> I actually had two control cards because I filled one up. <laughs> we believe. I'm not it. kidding. I, I <laughs> no, we believe it. Up control-
4: that. I believe. I for got, sure.
1: I mean, I got written up by because um, the key for Elson Breyer broke, and I got written up for um, destruction of park property. I you didn't. Know what that tells you, though. Them. You know what that tells you? That tells you we actually
0: fucking liked you because there were quite a few employees that had control cards that were like two and three in length, and they showed been- up.
2: Did we? Um, did either of us write you up?
0: It wasn't. No,
1: it wasn't either. You. Guys. I don't remember was, writing uh, Minish
0: up. I don't remember. It was. I don't.
1: It was. Um. It was. Uh. You know. Um, <laughs> it was every Sean, covering uh, soup on it, our third shift ever. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> no. Was, well, Sean Snead wrote me up for for the key, right? I remember that. And then, um. Yeah. That. Sounds like. It something was. Yeah. I oh, got written yeah. oh, up for so yeah. many stupid things. It was just funny. Oh yeah, I believe it.
0: And once again, thanks for joining us along with, uh, you know, uh, episode number six. Tony, we appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. You got it, man. All right, mm-hmm. folks. Until next time, as always, make it a great day. Mm-hmm. See you, everybody. See you. Take care, guys.